Live from J Root Radio in New York, this is the Constraining Hour. I'm Archie Grofel here with Nisim. Thank you, Nisim. You know our motto, no talent rejected, no child refused to participate. Call 718-683-5858. 718-683-5858 to, to participate. Or you can text anything you want, 347-927-8398. You can listen on 712-432-4217 or call 718-506. 9099 again if you want to text 3479278398 you can call 7186835858 to listen you can call 7124324217 7185069099 or on the radio app and on Nucky radio of course now, we asked a question last week. Why did Yaakov give two brachot to Paro? Because that was the normal way of greeting the king. That's answer number one. Because it is the way of tzaddikim, chasidim, people to give brachas to the king. This week's Parsha question. Question number one. It says Yaakov died and he was gathered by the brothers the Rabbanim say that Yaakov didn't die, but Yaakov said to to his brothers, to his sons, that, hey, I'm going to die. Why? We want to know why he said he's going to die. There's a reason to it. Question number two. Yosef told his brothers, don't be afraid. Am I like Hashem? Yosef should have said, don't be afraid. I won't harm you. Why does he say... Uh, don't be afraid. I'm. Am I like Hashem? Answer will be in the next show. And if you know the answer, please text it to three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight, and you could be entered a raffle. Three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight, or you can text me all week long to be entered in a raffle. Three four seven nine two seven three two nine seven. That's three four seven nine two seven three two nine seven. You can send your Mazel Tov or, or congratulations or anything to nukashradiahour at gmail.com or text me at 347-927-3297. And, uh, yeah. Anyways, please be must follow for Alexander Zusha Ben Aliza. Still needs a Fushlema. Well, anyways, getting to the program. Tonight, we're going to talk to Rabbi Fryam Levy the National Director of Perche Agudas Israel of America, about Perche, what it started, and etc. We're going to find out a lot of uh, how it started and maybe what's going to be the future. Anyways, Rabbi Levy, how are you doing, Rabbi Levy? Baruch Hashem, I'm doing fine. Great, so I remember a few weeks ago, there was a Aguda convention. How did it go? Excellent. It, it was great. Yeah. How did you uh, like the? How did you like the speeches and stuff? You know, Baruch Hashem, the convention was a very exciting and very special convention where we were able to see Gedolei Yisrael and hear from them about all the things that are important to Klal Yisrael today. So this is a kids show. So now we're gonna find out what Perche. Of course, kids. If you don't know Perche, I've been a part of Perche for many years. I remember when I was growing up, I had Shmulkunda in Borough Park. Shmulkunda, the famous Shmulkunda, mm-hmm. the storyteller Shmulkunda, right. and I believe Yitzi Herb started out there. 
And a lot of storytellers started from Rabbi Yishmael uh, Kunda Zatzal. And I remember him very clearly. I actually remember the Elvis Abundant. We used to have the Game Boys uh, back in those days. We, you know, we didn't go on no trips. Sure do. We, we were so happy with the Game Boy. <laughs> we played Monster Shabbos. We went swimming. We had a good time. Anyways, what, what do you say? What is well, you mentioned you mentioned Rabbi Kunda and Rabbi Rabbi Erps. A very interesting story that Rabbi Erps told a bunch of years ago was that he, when he moved to uh, Bar Park area, his Pirche leader was Shmuel Kunda. And then, oh, and then he learned how to tell stories from him. And eventually, uh, he had another storyteller in his own Pirche group, which became, who, who is today a very, very big Magid Shir, and it's the famous storyteller, Rabbi Fischl Schechter. Oh, of course, Rabbi so, Fischl Schechter. Sure. So, Rabbi Fischl Schechter actually follows this show. Right, so you see, it goes, it, there's a Stauschelis, you know, it goes for Rabbi Kunda, and Rabbi Erps, and then Rabbi, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi uh, Fischl so Schechter. So down. Yeah, that's right. Now, I grew up, Seeing, hearing Yitzhi Yerps tell stories in my period while I was growing up a long time growing up uh, in Washington Heights, and we also had game Matzah game wow, night. So the Pirche of Washington Heights existed when you were young. Yes, it sure oh, did. Wow. I was a Pirche leader there. I was a Pirche member there, and then I moved on to uh, Muncie, and mm-hmm. then to Passaic, where I'm, I have the local Pirche there, and I also am in the national office, as you've said. Yeah, what is the history of Pirche? How did it start? Well, Pirche started in late in the late 1920s, early 1930s, when uh, Agudas Yisrael of of America was just a small Tzirei group, and uh, Mike Tress, Melch uh, Gavriel Tress, was uh, building the organization. And what was happening, at least according to the to the what's written in the book on on they called him Mike, is that the uh, the Tsire boys the, were bringing their brothers and it grew downwards to younger kids who were interested. And from that, it grew into its own division, really, of Agudas Yisrael. And uh, one of the famous Pirche leaders and directors was, of course, Rabbi Josh Silbermans, of course, who took Pirche over the years and Built it into I don't the, remember the, him. He must have been before my time. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rabbi Silbermans was in my time. I remember him, and uh, I remember I, working together with him when I when I was involved in Pirchei as an adult when he was still alive. And uh, after Rabbi Silbermans uh, was was nifter, uh, Rabbi Shimon Grandma took over, and um, I worked together with him when I came on board in the national office. And uh, when he retired in ni- in two thousand eight, so I've been involved in Pirche since then mm-hmm. by myself, pretty much in the national national office. Of course, as you saw at the convention, we had a conven- we had a conference. Yeah, a nice of- beautiful that- room with a nice uh, refreshment. <laughs> yes. But we had we had yeah. over we had over forty we had about forty fifty people in the room of Pirche directors around the country, and that was just those who were able to make it. And there are plenty more around the country. Pirche is not just a Brooklyn program, but it's a program that goes on that, that takes place all across the United States. I was actually in Philly a few weeks ago, and I met Rabbi Neisenfeld. That's right. They, I'm like, oh, you remember me from the meeting? He's like, yes, I, I'm actually trying to hook him up with uh, storytellers, and I'm hopefully going to get it for cheap for him. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get us here as well. Anyways... Getting back to Perche, why should kids be interested in Perche? What's so special about Perche? What's so special about Perche is that 
a few things. First of all, Pirche provides extracurricular programming when kids are off from school. I once coined the phrase, free time, how much is it costing us? When the boys have free time and they have downtime, they can either roam around, and the boys in Brooklyn, roam around Ocean Parkway and Coney Island Avenue, or they can have constructive programming. People who are dedicated to run Pirche events are, are providing programming with proper supervision and proper terrific activities. So a boy in his free time, instead of just hanging around, he comes and besides, that's from a, from a Ruchniestika perspective. From a Gashmitika perspective, he gets to hang around with boys who are his friends, boys who are like-minded. It doesn't have to be actually his friends. It doesn't have to be his schoolmates. Make new friends. It can make new friends. It could be kids from other schools that he can get to know. And when he goes to a Pirche event, let's say a Siamishnayis or, a regional, or yeah. a regional, he can see that he's not the only, it's not only his school and his neighborhood. There's a, there's a Klai Yisrael out there and there's an Agudas Yisrael out there. There's, 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 there's kids from all over the United States that are like him and are focused on the same goal. Now, Pirche as an organization and why a boy should be joining Pirche is because Pirche is part of Agudas Yisrael which is led by the Gedele Yisrael. So for the boys to get a shaykhis and get an understanding how we follow Rab- Rabbonim and Gedelem, that they can get from coming to uh-huh. a Pirchei. What branch. is the meaning of Pirchei? I mean, you know, Pirche. we explained the history of Pirchei. Now let's get to what is the meaning of Pirchei? You mean the word Pirchei? The meaning yeah. of Pirchei, yeah. Pirche means from the word Prochim, flowers. Flowers. Flowering. There's a Mishnah in Sukkah, so the says the pir- flowers of the- uh, uh, right, they're flowering. Uh-huh. The Mishnah, the Mishnah in in Masecha Sukkah says pir- the Pirchei Kohuna, which wow. refers to the young Kaihanim. So these are the young Aguda people. No, so the, the Pirchei has to do with the children, basically. Right. That's right. That's interesting. Right. That's so you know, we're, we're talking about Pirchei. <laughs> Actually, there's a Perche flyer. You want to tell us how that started? The Perche, I know in a whole bunch of different shuls, there's a Perche flyer that's sent out to a whole bunch of okay. shuls. Who I was, sent those I, out? Okay, so what, I wasn't what sure what you were referring to. Perche Weekly. The Perche Weekly, pub- Weekly. That's, that's right. The Perche Weekly publication is published by um, a, a husband and wife team, Rabbi Yitzi Eckstein and his Rebetzin. They put it together every week and it's been being published, it actually started as a local Pirchev Tervidas publication, and we eventually rolled it out nationally. And uh, about um, seven years ago, there were some people who were very interested in upgrading it and making it look really like a beautiful publication as we see it today. Uh, Rabbi Suval was brought on board. He's the one who designs the... the, um, the he designs the cartoons on the back, they, uh-huh. and he makes those pictures. So, um, anyways, he, he's having going. a computer problem. Okay. You can continue. Okay. Um. Okay. Anyways, um, so, yeah, we had so, a recording of ourselves. That's interesting. So, uh, are we on a delay? <laughs> no, we're going. No, no. Okay. So, um, so as I was telling you, the, um, the that publication is a weekly Dvar Torah, 
and there's questions. There's 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 halachas, and there's stories, and there's divrei Torah, and of course the the back page, which some people said when I pulled it when we started publishing it, someone said, "Are oh, you replacing Olamenu?" Because Olamenu always had right, that. Right, I remember Olamenu used to have, have the, the back, back page. That's right, and Olamenu made by Torah Musar. So, right, and and, and uh, Olamenu has not has went out of publication, and we started doing this. We started adding this to our to our thing, which we expanded it to a four page, the beautiful publication that you see every week that gets put out here in Brooklyn, and it's in other cities also. It's not only uh-huh. here; it gets emailed nationally to many many people, even internationally. Let's say I lived in Eretzral. Would I have a perche there? Or so that's a good question. Um, they don't have the kind of perche that we have here. Um, the only other country I know that has a an American style perche is um, Antwerp. And I've been there. I've been oh, there. I visited them. They have some very fine guys who are. And what do they right. call themselves? Perche Eretzral of Antwerp. That's right, Perche Eretzral of Antwerp. That's correct. But they don't call themselves in in Europe. It's not called pirche in Europe. Ag, the aguda is for kids. For kids, so they don't have the organization like we have. So what is that? Um, what do they call it? They call it aguda groups. Aguda groups. Yeah, Interesting. Right, right. Aguda groups. They go. They go to the aguda. Maybe they, it's going to grow up to be a pirche. Maybe eventually. Eventually, they don't have an adult version like we have here. A, a well-established version, not right. in, in, in every country. In, in in most most countries in Europe, they have so they'll have a Sia Mishnayis once every other year, where they invite all the countries of Europe. It's it's similar to the United States. We have like a bunch of cities get together right. for a Sia. There, it's just a bunch of countries, and they right. they come together. Some years it's in Antwerp, some years it's in Switzerland, and um, that's the main thing. In England, they have a the Pirche. The way it works is. Um, is that they have a now during vacation time they have the the all the schools are off in the the in in the vacation time they go they go on a like a week long trip out to uh, Where, Antwerp to, to, not in Antwerp in England they have in a, England they have oh a, wow they have a, hey, they have, I'm going to England they have, they have a Sia Mishnayis <laughs> they have a summer camp they have a right. Sia Mishnayis which is a rotation it rotates from London to Gateshead and mm-hmm. Manchester. And I've seen some of the beautiful, beautiful uh, programs that they run there. Wow. So there are pirches in other countries. They might not look like our pirche looks here in the United States. But in Eretz Yisrael, for example, they have types of groups. I don't know if they call it pirche, and I don't know how much it's connected with Agudas Yisrael. Mm-hmm. So it's called youth groups, maybe, in Eretz Yisrael. You right, or they call it in Hebrew, Tenuat Noar, or something like uh-huh. that. So which is, it's just like a youth that organization. you say in other countries, there is... Now, how many in states? How many in the uh, United States? How many in all the states? There's Perche in all the states? Well, there's not all the states because they aren't from communities in all the states. But in every from community in the United States, there is Perche representation, there whether Pirche. whether it's an mm-hmm. Ovasubonim program, whether it's a, a Shabbos group. There are Perche uh, people in almost every, even in, in Dallas, Texas, in, um, of course, Denver, Colorado, and every from community in the United States. There's about over 100 local mm-hmm. branches of Pirche branches in the United States. Today. Okay. Now, if I was a child, what would you say to convince me to like, you know, like how good is Pirche? Well, what, what could you say that, what, what could you say to kid that Pirche is something that, what? what, what do you, well, <laughs> uh, I, I find like this. Uh, I don't find that, that 
I should convince that I we have to convince a boy. Well, you don't have that, to convince that, that, them. Well, yeah. let's say somebody asks about it. Child well, asks if about a boy asks, why should I go to Pirkei? So that's a different question. Right. My, my my view is my view is that I want to convince parents that their children are be well served to go to a to a place which is proper programming, and then they will tell their boys instead of staying home and wasting your time or stay right. hanging around, go to this Pirkei group where you'll get something. I had a story where um, I had a story once where a boy came. A parent told me he didn't want to send his son to Pirkei; he was wasting his time. I developed a group where we had, say, different Torah, and mm-hmm. we um, have partial questions. We learn right. Mishnayos. A boy comes home; his father asks him, "So, what did you what did you do in Pirkei today?" And he says, "I learned th- I learned Mishnayos today." He says over to Torah that he heard in Pirche. Uh-huh. So then he comes there, he comes his father says, Wow, so this the father's is great, happy this, about the... that's a great program. I want you to go back, right? Right. Uh-huh. So, so that, that you could tell a child that you, you well, could tell uh, the, the child comes home with a nice Mishnayot that he learned and a nice uh, Gamara or Chamash that he learned at the Torah. Mm-hmm. Then, uh-huh. I'm sorry, I'm not talking as far as language go I ahead. know. Go right ahead. No problem. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, so... That's uh, how good as this role. It's everybody. That's right, We accept uh, everyone. We don't t- right. send anybody away. It's not a mm-hmm. private club. Now, what would you tell to kids who are not so, you know, not so religious and they would want to join? Would you think... What, what do you so think they would say? We welcome, you know? we welcome all boys. My Pirche group, I welcome any boy that wants to be part of it. As a matter of fact, we did have a boy who came from a more modern Orthodox uh, background. And um, he came to Pirche, and he really liked it, and he became one of the Hevra. And that's one of the great things about Pirche. You know, when you're in a school, mm-hmm. there's cliques, and there's and there's you know, uh, you know, there's there's guys who are friends with each other from right. their neighborhood. This that. When it comes to Pirche, you never have to worry about that. Pirche, it's an open thing. No one, no one is judged. School, everything is by who's the smartest, who's the best. Who does who scores the highest on his test? Right, we don't compare who. Uh, hey, I'm better than you. Yeah, in Pirche, right. everyone's welcome. Pirche in 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 Pirche branches, everyone's welcome. Um, mm-hmm. We have a Pirche branch where we have like a mincha uh-huh. minya, uh, uh, minyan minyan for uh, junior congregation. Some people call it right. right? And there's boys who, who don't daven so well for the omud, but they they have their practice time, right. and they have their practice time, and they. They eventually learn how to do it. And I had a boy once who davened uh, Mincha, and he uh, wasn't doing so. He didn't do such a great job. So, Perche but no one be... said a word. No one said a word to him afterwards. So, Perche could be for not religious or religious. Well, I wouldn't say it's together. for not. I don't think it would be for non-religious because it's it's set up it's set up as a religious based type of uh, type of right, program. I right. don't think uh, someone who comes from a from a, a non-religious home, unless he's looking. To, uh, I, I, I remember I read in the old days, nineteen mm-hmm. going back to when it first started. I believe they did do Kirov back then, right? No, I'm not. Am I mistaken? Well, I'm not sure if the Kirov looked like the Kirov of today, um, and I don't know much. Yeah, about today's Kirov is very different. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there were boys who came from from traditional homes, traditional homes, homes right. and and. You know, they needed a place. I hear from adults all the time when they say, what do you do? I say, I'm in, I'm, I'm, I work in the Pirche office. And they say, Pirche, I remember Pirche when I was oh, a kid. Really? That was oh. the only place I could go to hang out where I could, where I felt comfortable. That's right. And they have very fond memories. Now, some people came from traditional homes and 
some Pirchei leaders were able to be Makarov boys who didn't come from such strong homes. Right. Today, today, most today of the, the Kirov most things of, work differently. Yeah, most of the Pirchei boys are are um, come are from, from are from regions yeah. which we call Machazik Emunim. Uh, or Kirov Kroivim, right. as opposed to Kirov Rechaikim. Of course, if a boy is from a non-religious home and his parents want him to get more, uh, to learn more about it, about Yiddishkeit, Pirchei welcomes them. Right. So besides running an office, right, you're in the national director. Besides that, you own a Pirchei a month, is that correct? Pirchei of Pesaic. Pesaic. Yeah, I don't own. I mean, I, I you're, coordinate. You're coordinating that Pirchei. Pirchei so, Two jobs and one job. Uh, well... <laughs> I like to say I'm a playing manager. Playing manager. I, 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 I'm a manager. I manage the national. But I also run mm-hmm. a lo- work and uh, have a have a local branch. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a rebbe in the morning in the, in uh, in Passaic, New Jersey. So many things. Yeah. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. So stuff to keep us busy is very good thing. You know, <laughs> yeah. this is why Perche is a very good thing. Now, what would you say to a child? Let's say he came home very upset about a Perche and. Uh, you know, and uh, a father reported to you that some incident happened. Well, uh, to, can you explain what to the child? How how could you uh, conv- say to the child you can come back next week and see how it is next week? Or well, it's like that with anything. It's like a, it's like in a classroom. If a boy comes home complaining that someone bothers him, see, but it's a little different because a school a boy comes back anyway. He has to. His father's <laughs> not letting him stay home. But pirche, if he comes home from a pirche and he had a, a, a something. He has a complaint. The father says, don't go back next week. Right. right Now, if I would see the boy and he would complain to me, I, I would encourage anyone and I encourage right. the parents, call me if your son has yes. an issue. Boys have and to we, speak uh, out. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And if so, uh, certainly, certainly if a boy is being, being chas v'sholem, chas v'sholem, bully, chas v'sholem, right. should, they should speak, to, they should call the Pirchei director and tell him this is the situation and we will do everything we can to make this Boy, comfortable so, where he is. Since you're the national director, let's say a kid has a problem in a different area, would they have would they be able to call you as well? Or they, they could would? call me, um, but I encourage anyone that they should really call their, the, their, their coordinator, their, their national. Their, uh-huh. No, they, they should call their branch coordinator first. Their branch and, coordinator, right? Right, and and the branch coordinator should be should be called first. And then, if if they're not getting anywhere, then they can call the national office. And if you want, you don't, you don't mind, I'll give the number. Two one two seven nine seven nine thousand. My extensions two seven two. Feel free to call. <clears throat> free to uh-huh. call. So you you would you wouldn't mind if the kids uh, what was the number again? Two one two, seven nine seven nine thousand. Extension two seven two. <clears throat> All right. But you 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 um, uh, maybe you can ask me about this uh, uh, further in the conversation. But we also have a national hotline. A phone line, right? Phone line. Yeah, yeah I, I, I heard the per- Oh, actually, the Perka Gunasi Phone line. line. There it is. There's there. the hotline there right is. here. There it is. There it's, it is. Oh, okay. There's a camera. You can actually. see it on yeah. video. Okay. And uh, this is the system instructions. And yes, please call because uh, there's amazing stories. And if you are, of course, uh, you want to be a junior storyteller on the Perka hotline, you can do that as well, right? Mm-hmm. That's correct. And it's run by a very capable fellow, Rabbi Tzvi Rifkin. Rabbi Tzvi Rifkin, who does yeah, fantastic, I met him recently, yeah. fantastic work. He set that up completely on his own. Um, he didn't. He set it up completely on his own. He didn't. He didn't. Didn't you know? Didn't need any help. Wow. He did a tremendous job doing it. And we have a national line. It's, it goes to 
the entire country. Anyone can call in. You want to announce the number? You have you have the number uh, there. So I have the yeah. number, the Pirche hotline number. If you'd like to call the Pirche hotline, you can call 718-663-0212. That number is again is 718-663-0212. They got stories, they got Navi, and they got a lot more, it says. Yeah, and you can listen to the instruction on the phone line. Um, so let's talk, go going back to the Perche, going back to the history of Perche. Mm-hmm. So you said it about Elimelech Tress. Mm-hmm. So t- tell me more. What, what was Elimelech Tress? Mike Tress. I remember I, I read a story. He used to be a general, right? Is that <laughs> well, right? not exactly. Mike Tress was uh, came to. He, 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 I think he. I don't know if he grew up here, but he came here at a very young age. And he did like most American kids in those days. I remember he knows Rabbi Sher. Yeah, Rabbi Sher, right? Rabbi Sher is his cousin, um, and he <clears throat> he started as a uh, as a young boy, and he did like probably most of the other kids in his day went to public school. Um, and you know he would, got got interested got interested, and he heard that there was a uh, in one of the shuls in the they had a small group of young guys who got together, uh, and I go to. A, and I got a group that got together for Shal Shudas, and he joined it, and he became very uh, excited with it. And eventually, in those days, they had elections for officers. Really? Oh, they ran, didn't have like nowadays, huh? Like today, you just get you know you just get appointed just or get or you get hired. In those days, everything worked with elections, and they had elections for for um, for officers, and he. Ran for president. <laughs> ran for president. <laughs> for president of the small little Shalashudas group. And he, yeah, if you read the book, they called him Mike. It, it's laid out there. Right. And he said a lot of stuff about And him. he, uh, he uh, won the election and he took off. And with, because of, I mean, he was a very big go getter and very aggressive. And he launched many different projects that the, that that group did and which eventually um, became what we know today as a good Israel of America. Um, originally it was called Sire, and then eventually it, it, it took on the name Agudas Yisrael, and they did tremendous work. That picture, if you see Mike Tress wearing a uniform, it's not because yeah. he was a general in the army. He was probably too old by 1942. Yeah, I was always mistaken. I always thought yeah. he was a general. <laughs> he went because he did. He worked for the Vod, Vod Hatzola. Vod Hatzola, uh, I remember. It, it, he used to save uh, Holocaust survivors well, from going to Ellis uh, Island. He, he used to get them in. I, I, I remember right. in the book. That is correct. And he went, he went to after... After the war, he went to the camps to try to save as many, many and help out as many Yidden as possible. Right, there. but I believe there was somebody else behind the scenes with him, right? Besides him, there was somebody else? Well, there's Rabbi Eliezer Silver, Rabbi was, Eliezer also, Silver. was also very involved in Hatzalah work. And um, and and Mike Tress really built up a lot of... Uh, so know, he's the one who founded Pirche. Yes, it seems All that right, it seems so. Now so now we talked so. about Pirche. Now we're going to talk about, of course, I know you're not the leader, the national director of Benos, <laughs> but I know Benos is a part of uh, well, Gutas as well. That's correct. Benos is the uh, girl's counterpart to Pirche, and it is run by a very capable person, uh, Mrs. Hanabe Lahas. And uh, it was before her, it was run by um, Mrs. Leia Zegelbaum, who today is the communications director of Agudas Yisrael of America. Oh, okay. So and, and she... She, she, that's right. She got, she got hired. She, right, right. <laughs> she moved up, right? And uh, Mrs. Haas is running uh, the local, uh, she's the national director for Benos. And she has some very, 
really beautiful prayer. I don't know much about the history of Benos and mm-hmm. who was where and when <laughs> and who was before Mrs. Egelbaum, but I do know that uh, Benos does tremendous. They're really the counterpart, the girls' counterpart to Pirche. Mm-hmm. And they have groups and they have. I remember my uh, young, yes. my older sister used to talk about, I'm going to Benos, and she used to come home with a real, real, you know, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Really good smile. So those girls that are listening, for the boys that were listening, we were we're talking to them right now, Rabbi Frank Levy, the national director of Pircha Gadot Israel of America, and we just finished discussing about Perche, and we are discussing about Benos and uh, girls out there for girls. It's a uh, like Perche, but it's called Benos Benos Gadot Israel, and it's one of the greatest programs for girls to be in. Okay, well, first of all, just uh, uh, we have some text here asking question if there's any branches in Marine Park. Are there any branches in Marine Park? Uh, that's a great question. Um, as of now, there is something starting. Um, the person to speak to is uh, Rabbi Peretz Levine from Pirchev Torah Peretz Levine, I believe I have, have his, his number as well. Yeah, Peretz Levine was here in the radio with Rabbi Eckstein. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's very, right. Very good. That's right. I'm very, very good friends. And, right. So uh, Rabbi Peretz Levin, he's working on um, getting something started in Marine Park. We unfortunately we do not have anything set up as of as of yet, but there is so, something yeah, happening. If, well, if you're a boy and you want somebody to start it, you can go ahead and spread yes. the word about spreading the Perche oh, word. And anyone uh, can Perche, call- what? Uh, let me ask you, sir, because I'm uh, I know that my kids are involved with the other organization, the zone. Pirche <laughs> uh, is uh, more uh, to the to the cure of Kovim, right? That's correct. And uh, for example, they, you need a, a shul. What how, how the the activity is running? Over okay, there? so every every neighborhood is different. Um, usually, many of the shuls or the schools do donate space if people need to uh, um, coordinate oh. groups, uh, shuls, schools, uh, centralized locations. Some. There's only one Pirche, it used to be two, that have their actually their own place, their own Pirche center. It used to be in Chicago, but they don't have it anymore. And Passaic, where I am, we have our own Pirche building where we run our groups out of and uh, other programming. Well, talking about Pirche, I actually just got a text from Yiddy Schwartz. <laughs> mazel Tov Yiddy! Wow, such a freyla okay. You just yeah, had yeah. a boy. Oh, Mazel Tov! Wow! wow. wow. Yeah, I would wow, say that is a big mazel tov. Yeah, I yeah. would just say in Yiddish, mabruk. Yiddish, <laughs> mazel tov to you. And wow. If you okay. listen to my show, Yiddy, you're you're mentioned, and as uh, I said, we have a family Levy over here. Um. So yeah, this past week I remember that we had a Mlava Malka. So besides gathering in uh, Perche, mm-hmm. we have also Mlava Malkas, right. and we have trips. So mm-hmm. why why do you think a child would have his doubts about joining Perche? Well, um, I don't know who has their doubts about joining Perche. Um, it's it's a great program and it's very exciting. Meaning, when um, the doubts about they might not have the time, or they might not have they might be busy with other activities. So this is just not on their on their list. But meaning so. uh, 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 doubting, meaning like. They were scared to try it. Why do you think that is that they'll be scared to try something? I think it's just because they don't know what they're what they don't know what it's all about. Or they might maybe someone might have told them, "Oh, don't go because it's babyish or something like uh-huh. that." But, but they don't know because they haven't been there. Uh, it's, uh, some boys don't go because they they don't like to get out. They like to stay home. Everyone has their own uh, their own reasons. But one thing's for sure: if if they go, they'll be 
thrilled that they did. They'll be very happy. Well, anyways. Uh, just again, I would have a uh, hello from your neighbor, uh, Zorach. Zorach Spira? Yeah. Oh, tell Zorach. him thank you. Tell him if he's <laughs> listening or if he sees me. Okay. Hi, Zorach. <laughs> you like this? Okay. Wait. With Torah uh, and I, good I, agreements. I wave to him. Okay. Uh, my way, okay now because you know we're just talking you know we're talking about history and all this stuff go ahead i i i would love to hear something small canting uh, stories about you know kids you know if you have something stories you know funny what you know something good trips you know something that happened you know that uh, a okay. lot of things in the this you want a funny story you want to yeah, uh, uh, inspire inspiring that can uh, you can them. you can be you can be the boss of them you have, <laughs> we have time we still have time yeah, so i'll tell you like, like this I have one story which I was in the middle of telling, uh, I was telling, um, Maish. Maish was that, um, I had a boy, this is a very inspiring story. We had this, I was saying that we have this minyan and there was this boy who, um, was davening and he was tripping over his words. He really couldn't daven for the Yomit very well. And because it was Pirche, nobody said anything. Nobody said anything to him. No one said anything. No one insulted him. No one made fun of him. And the next, a few weeks later, he tried again, and he tried again. Eventually, he got so good at it that he became the Gabai of the Minion. And, and now, today, he's a Bokra learning in Lakewood. He learned by, by uh, Rabbi Ram Yeshua, and he really steigt, he really, he really grew from the whole, from the whole experience. And, and, I, and there's countless stories like this. Any Pirche director can tell you that he had stories where boys were just... <clears throat> started and they were shy and they were timid and not even 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 the good boys even the boys who are even the boys who are who are uh uh excelling who are the top boys they also get it get a tremendous tremendous chizik out of out of coming to our peer groups i take a group every year to montreal to the seamish nice montreal montreal makes a montreal makes their own seamish nice they fight city so toronto comes and providence rhode island comes uh, and wait uh, so each one has their own uh, time well that's right that's so like the mid-atlantic which you you guys are working on right the kind it's gonna it's a different shabbos and they also have boys but i was saying i once brought a boy on this trip I take a whole bunch of boys, a whole group, I take up to Montreal from Passaic. And on that trip, there was a boy who was struggling. He was really struggling in life. He was struggling with his family. And um, on that trip, he met a chaperone, someone like yourself, a Pirkei leader. And and this boy, and this Bocher connected with him. And this boy, really, his whole life turned around from from that day on. He became a different kid. He really became a so different t- kid. Tell us some, uh, some, uh, you know, like about trips going on, let's say, sledding and stuff like that. Is mm-hmm. there like some interesting stories you could tell us? Oh, well, I don't really. My Pirke, I don't, I don't take that matrix except for, like I told you, this trip to, to Montreal. To Montreal. Um, and we had a very cute story that um, <laughs> we had a, uh, I, you know, boys going to Montreal, you have to bring your, you have to bring your paperwork. Passport. Passport, and right? Like that, right? And... <laughs> We had a boy who came, and he brought his he brought his birth certificate. I told the boys they could bring a birth certificate, but boy, we didn't realize. And I it was really my fault because I didn't check it before. But uh, he brought a birth certificate, but it wasn't an American birth certificate. Oh. It was a birth certificate in a different country. Right. So they said we can't accept it. Right. So I'm sitting there on Thursday night at nine o'clock at night, and in Montreal it is freezing cold. It's like thirty below zero. Uh, I, I, I can <laughs> imagine a group of boys, and they're saying we're not letting you guys in. <laughs> wow because it's either all or nothing i can't think I, what am i supposed to do so it was a very tricky very very 
a very tricky situation, and we had to finally, Baruch Hashem, they um, they allowed they allowed the boy in. We had to overnight his passport so that on the way back they told me you'll get into the you'll get into Canada, but we're telling you if he doesn't have his passport, they're not going to let him back. They're not going to let him that's <laughs> back right. in the United States. So we had to <clears throat> really had to get his passport. Um, we had to get his passport really 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 quick, um, and we did Baruch Hashem, and uh, we made it through. And we had some other cute stories where we were coming back from. Montreal, and we try to plan it that you know when you go to the border, there's buses. Right. So you guys and provide. So buses if we, to, well, I, I re- wish I, I could do that. I, no, so, I don't provide. Well, okay. I, yeah, I don't provide the bus. I have to charter a bus. I call Muncie Tours. Right. So and, I wish uh, and, I would appreciate that. That's it. Well, we have to go all the way up to Montreal. Yeah, huh? I mean, it's only seven <laughs> well, hours away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a big job. I'm telling you, it's a big job. And and Yidi wanted to do it many times. And instead, I he doesn't I, have enough uh, probably participants. Well, right? I I encourage him that they should do this um, the Mid Atlantic one. Right. So this it's it's a lot less lot less lot, pressure. Right. Lot less, when you're yeah. going taking a group of boys to to the other side, Canada, of, to yeah, Canada like that. But on the you way uh, on the way back, we always are more worried about that uh, for sure, for sure. Right. And when I when I on the way on the way back, we try to we have we try to beat the the Greyhound bus. Right. It's like we always have a race. Because if we get stuck behind the Greyhound bus, yeah, yeah, we could sit forever. there. We could sit there for an hour. So, one year, we as we're driving down on, on the bus and we're driving down the road, and we see that um, we see that there's there's some charter buses, right? Like traveling with us. So I told the bus driver we're going to get stuck. So the bus drivers, <laughs> bus drivers from bus drivers, they, they there's a two lane highway. So they drove next to each other. So the buses couldn't pass us till right. we got to the border. Oh. So we, we would make it there before uh-huh. that. So. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Anyways, somebody asked about uh, Marine Park Perche. Um, so if you're if somebody's yes, interested they, in opening one, you can contact Rabbi Peretz Levin. Well, they can Peretz contact Levin. me too. Well, they yeah. can contact me too. I'll or, help or, anyone. Or you who can wants contact branch. Uh, Rabbi uh, Fryim Levy at his uh, national. Uh, Perche, I got to see Trail of America office, 212 797. My mistake, 797. 9000. extension one. 272. Extension 272. I'll repeat it a few times during the show. I just like to mention one thing anyone who wants to start a branch anywhere in the United States um, can call me and I'll work with them to set up a new branch. Uh, The requisite is. There must be, and this we have guidelines that were developed by Gedele Yisrael. There has to be adult supervision, and there has to be a Moira Hayro for the branch. How long does it take to open up a branch? What, what does it, it does, take? It, what it takes is an adult who wants to take the achrayas of running it, um, a, a, uh, a, and it has to a be mechanic. a mechanic. It doesn't have to be a mechanic. No. Does not have to be mechanic. No, a regular uh, businessman uh, could do uh, it. Any anyone could do it. Any adult that that's a uh, thing, and then have. We do background checks so that um, he has to provide who his rov is and who he's working with. And there has to be a rov of the branch, Kumpask and Shilas, make sure the activities are appropriate. I don't know if Rabbi Levin is going to mind me saying his uh, cell phone number. Is he going to mind that? Uh, cell phone okay, number? so call me and I will speak to, okay, uh, so I, I will forward them to. Oh, text us again and we just try to pass it to Rabbi Levin. Oh, okay, okay that's, this is something that we yeah. can know. Uh, okay, so you can text 347-927-8398. 
That's three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight. If you have a question for Rabbi Levy, and I'm sure you probably have a lot of questions, you can call seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight. You can speak to him live right now, and you can ask him your questions on your concern or your comment or your suggestion. Because Rabbi Levy is looking for suggestions about Perche, right? Right. No. <laughs> Always looking for suggestions. He asked me for another story. He asked me for a story. Yes. So I could tell you a story. There was a boy who joined our uh, my Pirche branch, and he was um, <clears throat> he was very in, he, he liked it very much. And he came to our minyanim. We have in in Pesach, we have a, a minyan for shachras also on Shabbos morning. And this bocher used to come, and he used to lane for us, and he was doing really really good. <clears throat> And he came to me after a few years, and he said, "Okay, Rabbi Levi, I have to apologize. I can't come to your minion anymore." So I asked him, "Why not? Why can't you come to my minion?" He said, "Because now I'd like to daven at the yeshiva gedola in our neighborhood." Wow! So I said, "Wow!" I said, "That's really." I said, "You don't have to apologize for that." I said, "I'm very happy that this is mm-hmm. this is where you're going." And today, this bocher is learning in that yeshiva. And that, and that yeshiva, yes, in yeshiva. Wow, so that's unbelievable. So, Yes, and he started off. He started off. He was. Um, he started off not as not a. Let's put it this way. He he didn't think he was going to be. He would have. He would be a candidate to be learning in uh, yeshiva uh-huh. Wow, uh, because of Pir- that's a real pirche success story. Because of pirche. He's, I'm he's sure there's today. so many and, and there's plenty stories. of stories like that. If you have Rabbi Levin here, he will tell you more. He, can, he will be able to tell you story after story. And I can tell you also boys who were heading in, unfortunately, in the wrong direction. And, and they came to Perche. And their Perche leaders uh-huh. guided them correctly. And today they're, they're excellent. Okay. Now that we discussed Perche, there's still, and we discussed Benoist, mm-hmm. and there is another program. Well, we, there's a few other programs, but there's another program that everybody talks about, Avaisubanim. What can you tell us? What is Avaisubanim? Okay. Okay. That's a, that's a whole different topic, but I will explain it as best as I can. In the early 1980s, Rabbi Yeshua Silbermans and a couple of the Pirche leaders at that time approached Rabbi Silbermans with a new program. Mm-hmm. Until then, as you remember, there used to be game nights on Matzah Shabbos. Game nights, right? I remember swimming game Amatza, boy, right, yeah, game, yeah, and, yeah. and swimming on Matzah Shabbos and other activities. Um, they approached Rabbi Silverman that they wanted to start a Matzah Shabbos learning program. Matzah Shabbos, uh, right. Shabbos learning program um, because they, they felt that at that time the boys were ready for it. Um, and, and that started in the early 1980s. And Rabbi Silbermans, I remember him asking me if, when I was living in Muncie at the time, if I wanted to start a Matzah Shabbos learning, and I had told him that we already have one. Uh, but it was not a father-son program. It was a learning program. Fathers did come, but it was basically boys got together on a Matzah Shabbos to learn for an hour, and there was a storyteller, and there was Nash afterwards. So that's the learning program. That's how the learning came, uh, program came and apart. That's how, that's how the Matzah Shabbos programming Became the Matzah Shabbos learning program. Became no, father and son. No, it didn't become. Wait, oh. not yet. Now yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a fellow in England by the name of uh, um, I forget his name now. I forget his name. Who's who started 
uh, it'll come back to me. Rabbi Bornstein? Hershkowitz. Rabbi Hershkowitz, Rabbi oh, Hershkowitz okay. who, um, <clears throat> who wanted to do not a Matshabbos program, but wanted to do a Purim learning program, which we know as Yeshiva's Mordechai Tzadik. And he was, in, he was in Gateshead, and Rabbi Matzio Solomon right. Shlita uh, was there in Gateshead. And uh, he was he was there in the yeshiva. He was it was before he was in Lakewood. So this is uh, the start of of it. And he asked him. He wanted to do this type of program. And Ramatzio Solomon said, "And I want you to add to this program that any boy who comes with his father, see, he wanted to do just a learning program right. for kids. He said anyone who brings his father will get an extra raffle ticket. Extra and, raffle and from ticket. that and did it happen? The extra yeah, raffle ticket. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And from that." was born the idea of a father-son program. And then Matzah Shabbos, then they continued into Matzah Shabbos, which became Ova Subhanim, and they introduced it into Eretz Yisrael and other countries. And that became the Ova Subhanim. It's a separate organization, but many Pirches are already either before uh, Ova Subhanim started or after Ova Subhanim started, uh, coordinate Ova Subhanim programs in their mm-hmm. in their neighborhood, whether it's on Matzah Shabbos or whether it's on Cholomite learning, or what, like Yeshiva's Cholamai, right, so do you have here in Brooklyn? That's uh, that, that's what we're right. going to talk about, about that, that next. Sure. That's going to mm-hmm. be maybe in two minutes. Mm-hmm. But uh, more about Alvis Subhanam, I believe. Alvis Subhanam, so uh, my times, Alvis Subhanam wasn't really around. Is that what you're saying? That, probably. That's correct. It depends what your times is. Uh, my times <laughs> is 1993. Yeah, 1993 was it was at, it was was not a, a called Alvis Subhanam. That oh, was it, not recognized yet. As, it, it was uh-huh. called. It wasn't called that. 1998 was when Alvis Subhanam actually was uh, started uh-huh. as an organization. Actually, I mean, the learning Alvis programs Sub- were there, and there were mm-hmm. fathers coming to learn with their boys. But and and some cities like where I am in say in in, in the uh, early 90s already they started a father son program. Uh-huh. Um, before Avasubanam even existed. Is there any success stories in uh, Avasubanam? I can't tell you because uh, <laughs> you're not into. I, I, you don't. I don't. I want to tell you as Avotubanim, uh, Just uh, this, uh, sorry, uh, Avotubanim is really some unbelievable program, and uh, I I participated with my kids, and it's a very a very unique time to uh, share with your son. With a child in, in the in the school and the shiva and the, you know it depends where it's coming you know and it's it's a great it's it, it's by itself it's successful you know mm-hmm. it's really that unbelievable success that really, is correct that is correct because it 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 gives it gives father it gives boys and their fathers a time to uh, spend together um, <clears throat> and and I tell you you saw you saw kids that the parents not coming sometimes you know it's very it's very sad you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, uh, and you well, take today it they in. want to change the name of Avos Subonim. They so want to, cha- they want to change, change it to to, to Dor Lador, Dor Lador, or, or uh, in our neighborhood they change it Toyras Tapenu. Or I know uh, somebody told me he has a learning. It's called the Motzi Shabbos Learning Program. Yeah, Motzi Shabbos Learning. Okay, qu- yeah. another question to Pirche: What happened to the Pirche Pesach trips? <laughs> so I'll tell you exactly what happened. I will tell you exactly what happened. Um, what happened was. Because I was involved um, in my local neighborhood, um, what happened was that when I was when I was a kid, most fathers worked on Cholamoid. Right. They had to go to work on Cholamoid. So we had to do the trips. So Pirchei filled the void and did, took the boys on trips. Kor Hashem, today most fathers, even if they most parents do not work, uh, that's right, and becomes a family time. So what happens is there are Pirchei's that rent out. Um, at rent out amusement parks, rent out a place, 
which Kingsburg Amusement Park is rented out by by two Pirches, Pirche of Muncie and Pirche of Lakewood. And instead of having uh, a bus of boys going by themselves, families are invited to uh, to to go, and the Pirche members get a discounted price. Oh. So instead, it cha- it changed with the times. T- today, it, there's no need for um, Pirche to take boys by themselves because the parents will say, well, I have girls. We're, we're what do I do with trip, the, right? And what do I do with the right. rest of the family? Right. So I'm going to send a boy on a trip, which is expensive, and then I have to figure out what to do with everybody else. Right. So, so maybe Pirche Benos now can, provides... Maybe Benos can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's the same thing with Benos. So Pirche now can provide a venue where it's rented out by Pirche, so you know it's done in a, in a kosher knife, and the arcades, all those things that are not right. that are not appropriate get closed down. And the music that's played over the system is cu- is kosher music, and therefore, therefore, Pirches can um, provide kosher programming for families as opposed to just children. Okay, now now we're talking about Chalamoid, since Nisa mentioned that uh, mm-hmm. Chalamoid trips. Now we're going to talk about what is Yeshiva's Chalamoid. Okay, the Chalamoid learning program. I know. I I remember. I run. I run over here, and some people actually call me in uh, different areas. They call me down, believe it or not. <laughs> I know I've been uh, doing it for a while. I know mm-hmm. Asfasser calls me down to Yeshiva sure, Brooklyn. That's he right. calls me down to different areas. People call me down. Um, what, and to, to, actually, to do storytelling. No, to, to uh, do help, the... Help to, yeah, to run I mean, the program. I'm happy to do it. So, kids, if you want me to coordinate your program, <laughs> you, can, you you are definitely invited to... Yeah. Uh, let me know. Um, yeah, so how did that program start? Okay, so... Yeshiva Shalomite. Yes, Yeshiva Shalomite, I will tell you. When I was in Muncie, uh, in Muncie Pirche, we had a learning program on Hoshana Rabba. We had just Hoshana Rabba. We had something called Hoshana Rabba Learning. And then on Cholomite Pesach, and the way we did it went on Cholomite Pesach, we also had a, a learning program, and then we went roller skating afterwards. It was like a, a full day, it was a half-day trip. We learned in the morning for an hour, and then we went roller skating. When I moved to Psaic, I tried instituting that program. And for one reason or another, the roller skating part didn't always work out so well. But the learning program did work out, and I expanded it to every day of Cholomite, not just uh, one day, like Hashan Rabba, or one day, Erev, Erev, the last days of Pesach, whatever it is. And <clears throat> we, I instituted a prize every day for every boy that came. And it was Borksham, a very successful program in my neighborhood in Passaic. And I was, uh, we were brainstorming. I was brainstorming with Rabbi Levin, Repairs Levin from Tarvadas. And I. Um, He's the one who opened up here. I said, that's right. I, and I, I was with him when we started it. I told him, I encouraged him. I said, Parrots, let's get this going in, let's get this going in Brooklyn. And he opened up. We started off the first year with two or three locations. And Baruch Hashem, now it's expanded out all over New York City. We have about 12, 13 locations of wow. uh, of Yeshiva's Cholomoid, which is essentially so have a father-son learning program on every morning of Cholomoid for about an hour. We have in other states as well, right? Not just New yes, York. Yes, sure, sure. We in, have in, in New other, Jersey. <laughs> we, we have in New Jersey. We have in Chicago. We have in Chicago. Cleveland, also. Detroit. Wow. All over. All over the country. I know her. All over wow. the country, so these programs. We're speaking to Rabbi Fryam Levy. The national director of Pircha Agassi Israel, you can text your questions to 347-927-8398. That's 347-927-8398. Or you can call 718-683-5858. 
Yeah, so uh, talking about Yeshiva's Chalamotis, I see we have discounts, right? So Yeshiva, the way, the way, well, the way it works here in New York City in Rabbi Levine's program is that um, they give out uh, coupons mm-hmm. to Chalamotis activities or, uh, that are available in the New York area. Um, the 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 the, um, the attractions that that you know they come out with a Chalamotis guide, all the newspapers right, and the magazines come guide. Yeah. So those places Rabbi Levin gets discounted coupons for boys who attend the Pirche, oh, Pirche wow. programs. In my neighborhood, I don't work with that. I work with um <clears throat> I just buy prizes every prizes. and okay. every day. Well, Pesach I can't give out food because it's everything. Right. Uh, so uh, and sukkah have to eat the sukkah. So I give like a door prize, like a little chachka that everybody gets every day for coming. And they as they learn over the few days of Chalamai, because I know in my days they never had uh, they never had such a program. right. No, they didn't. Yeshiva's <laughs> Chalamai was not uh, around. Yeah, we used yeah. to go. Uh, I used to go to Coney Island all the time. <laughs> uh, you used to. Yep. All uh, right. Three more minutes. How two, much? Two, two minutes. Two more minutes left. <laughs> okay. Wow. So Boy, the time really flew by, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, time always flies by. Anyways, we're going to end on time tonight, not like overtime like I usually do, okay. because. There's uh, sometimes I always uh, try to end on time, but unfortunately, it. Uh, anyways, time always flies by, as I always say. Anyways, Rabbi Frank Levy, do we have any other words? Do you want to say to children out there? But I want to say is that every boy and every uh, elementary age yeshiva bacher can gain from being part of Pirche, whether it's in your neighborhood, whether it's through our national. Cholamoid learning contest that we have, our smother contest, our Simishnais, which takes place a little bit after Pesach, our Kesimishnais with boys are encouraged. I haven't been to that yet. I have yeah. to get oh, to you're that. You're coming this year. <laughs> you're going to be there. I'm going to make sure you're there. Okay. It takes place in uh, Kolyakov Hall right here in Flatbush. Okay. I'm going to uh, try to get and, there. Um, and uh, I encourage every boy, it is very important. Every boy should be connected with, and, and, and I didn't tell you this, but this is. Like hot off the press, but there's a CM Hashas coming. I mean, that everyone knows. That's not what's hot off the press. Ooh, what what is off the press? Okay, no, don't say it on the air yeah, because yeah, we don't want everybody yeah, to know. Yeah, we do want everyone to know. <laughs> oh, <There's, you> do? <laughs> the CM Hashas committee is going to be running a program specifically for children. And uh, just watch for details. Can I join? <laughs> children. <laughs> They're right for adults too. So All right. the CM Hashas is taking place exactly a year, in a year from, from, uh, from January 1st. Uh, see my shots, and there's going to be a exciting programming for kids, and um, I encourage everyone to be a part of Pirche. As I say, Pirche, be a part of it. Right. Okay. Anyways, I asked my questions before, and I'm going to repeat the questions. Parsha riddle number one. It says Yaakov expired. He died, and the Rabbanim say that Yaakov did not die. Yet Yaakov said he was going to die to his children. Question number two. Yosef told his brother, don't be afraid, am I like Hashem? Yosef should have said, don't be afraid, I won't harm you. Why does he say, don't be afraid, am I like Hashem? If you know the answer, text it to me at 347-927-3297. Answer will be next week. Sponsorship is available. You can advertise with me. Um, this is Lil Shishi. This is the, not Lil Shishi. This is the Kishreni Hour. I'm so confused already. I think, <laughs> no, I, I, think I overdrank tonight. Um, it's Lil Shishi. It is 